morning. Welcome back to the second hour of Love, Babs, Love Talk on Babs Rose Ivy. I'm delighted, as I told you in the first hour, I have Lisa Jones coming on. Uh, Black Travel Man. Hey, Lisa Jones, unmute yourself. Unmute yourself. Oh, sorry about there that. There you go. No, we got you. Oh, great. Great. I think if you turn your camera sideways, you could get a... Oh, cool. good. Well, I, I don't know why I'm having technical difficulties on my computer this morning for some reason. So I have to do this on my phone. But how are you today? I'm good. How are you? Are you in Maine? <laughs> well, I had to make a detour. Uh, so I'm not right this second. I'm en route to Maine after I get off this call. <laughs> I'm en route back there. I had to make a little detour to pick up some items that we need for this upcoming weekend. So I'm excited. So tell me about Black Travel May. So basically, uh, during COVID-19 is when I discovered Maine. And, you know, I've had a 30-year career in travel. And when I got to Maine, the only reason I was induced to Maine is because everything else shut down. <laughs> um, and there, <laughs> there was nowhere else to travel. And a friend of mine had taken a job in Maine working for Colby College and COVID happened and I had recently moved to New York City and everything went crazy in New York. So she's like, come to Maine. It's beautiful here. You'll love it. And I'm like, Maine, why would I want to go there? Just like everyone else says. And then she twisted my arm and I went up and visited and I was blown away by how beautiful Maine is, how welcoming the people were, and that it's called vacation land, and why nobody knows that. <laughs> and then I started digging, and I discovered that nine out of 10 visitors to Maine are white. Why is that? So I started to dig into that and kind of, especially because I lived on the North Shore of Long Island for 16 years. If you know anything about the North Shore of Long Island, I thought Maine would be very similar to that. And I wasn't interested. But when I got there <laughs> and the people were helloing us and waving at us and me and my daughter would turn around, are they talking to us? <laughs> like, you know, the people were so friendly. The food was amazing. Um, it was beautiful. The beaches were beautiful. And I just said to myself, this is something they've kept secret. <laughs> and I'm about to expose it. Um, and that's the mission I've been on. So my girlfriend and I, uh, Teresa, who works at Colby, we started this Facebook group and it really just started innocently at a, as us just wanting to share our experience in Maine and let black people know it is a destination for us. And then we started to dig in the history. What is our history with Maine? And as I dig into the history, we have a positive history with Maine. Yes, we do have, every, there's adversity everywhere, but the history in Maine is strong. And I really wanted to get that messaging out. So I started digging and, you know, we're gonna, our tour actually starts at the Freedom Trail. Uh, the Freedom Trail is where the slaves, there's over 200 houses and churches in Maine that were used for the Underground Railroad. They wow. house, they house the slaves in the enslaved in route to freedom in Canada. So that those are the stories that need to be told. They're trying to erase our history. We need to be telling our history. And that's really um, also what this trip is about. Wow. Wow. So now are you living there 
or you just yes i do live there i live (laughs) i live there um i actually had uh have a place originally when i first got there i got a place in wells which is near the beach and that now i'm in waterville Mm-hmm. Um, near Colby, and um, I love it. I can. I'm actually. I'm going to retire there. I don't see myself retiring in New York City at all. <laughs> Just the peacefulness of Maine and the beauty. Uh, it's really where I see myself. Oh, I love it. I, okay, mm-hmm. so tell me about how you are pulling all these folks to come to Maine this week, and 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 so and basically. We have an amazing group of influencers coming, um, including yourself. Um, <laughs> we, we tried to pick some influencers from across the country that when that they're just influencers. When people say, you know, when they talk about things, people want to go. Um, and I asked a few people who that is in Connecticut and everybody said that was you. <laughs> uh, I, I asked several people and everyone said, you need to speak to Babs. So, um, and that's how that started. So we have just Nick from WBLS. Um, We have um, Love Jackie Page coming out of Atlanta. Um, We have the the legendary Chris Washington will be DJing for us. You know, he does all the events in Martha's Vineyard. So we pulled him over because, you know, that's the other thing I want to really talk about. Martha's Vineyard has become so commercial, so crowded. You can't, it's not the same vineyard. Um, and I see Maine as our next uh, big destination in terms of uh, it's time for another destination for us in the summer. Um, and why not let it be Maine? Uh, it, you see how long it took me to get a ferry reservation? I sat on hold the entire day to get a ferry reservation to Martha's Vineyard. I'm not doing that anymore. Wow. I had to get up at four in the morning. I'm not doing that. And the crowds, other than I'm going this year because I, I'm working there. Um, but other than that, I wouldn't be going anymore. It's just not what are you doing. Funny. What are you doing when you, I'm I'll be in the venue too? And I, my girlfriend runs the um the jazz festival. And oh I, nice. So, so we're going to support her and, and help her run that. So I'll be there. I I'm usually I'm there every summer anyway, so I might as well be there for for that. So. Yeah. So I um I used to go, we used to take I used to take my daughter from age she's 15 now, from five to I think we went till she was 10. Um, and she has so many fond memories in the vineyard. I mean, just meeting the Obama girls at the ice cream, like, like just so many great memories. So, um, but I just feel it's just changed so much. It's not the same. It's too crowded. You know, you want to be on vacation and have a good time. Mm-hmm. I actually have a group of, I am, you know, I do luxury um, curated custom tours. Um, that is my specialty now. I prefer to create my own experiences. And so I have a group of retired AKAs from Michigan, and it will be their first time in Martha's Vineyard. And I have put together an amazing experience for them. I have two houses for them on the water and private chefs and all kinds of stuff. So that's the stuff that I really like to specialize in. Um, and that's what I'll be doing in the vineyard, uh, the week of the, they're coming in the week of the 14th. Um, but I'm looking to kind of move. They've never been. So, um, they just want to experience it. Mm-hmm. So I get that. I feel that, you know, so, all right. So you got folks coming to, to Maine, Portland. We all going to gather in Portland. Mm-hmm. So, so give us some sense of what, what, what can I expect? What, what are we going to be doing? Well, 
We're going to be on beyond being black in Maine. (laughs) Yes, we're going to be on boats and we're going to be in lobsters and we're going to be farm to table dining. And we're just going to be laughing, having a good time and just enjoying the sights of Maine. That's really what this trip is about. Just sit back, relax. Like I said, we're going to go over to Peaks Island on Sunday for the reggae. Um, I don't know if you heard about that. Every Sunday in Maine on Peaks Island, there is live reggae. We will oh, take I'm so the boat. sorry I'm going to miss that. Oh, ah. yeah, we're going to take the boat over and experience that. Um, we're going to be, uh, Luke's Lobster is one of our sponsors. So, you know, it's going to be a lot of lobster. <laughs> um, and I just got the farm-to-table menu, and I'm really excited about that because I really feel like the food, the sights, and the people are really what makes Maine. So what happens to people who don't eat lobster, who can't eat lobster? Well, if you can't eat lobster, there's other, the the organic, the, the that's why the farm to table, the organic chicken. When I tell you the best chicken I've ever tasted is in Maine. The food is, it's just tastes different because it's far. I don't know if you've ever had farm to table dining. Oh yeah. But it's, yeah. it's completely different in taste than regular food. I can tell the difference. Um, so yes, there'll be other options for those that don't eat seafood, but there is a lot of seafood on <laughs> in Maine. It is on the coast. I, I, I've sp- I spent a little time in Maine and uh, I, I think I had halibut. Like they have a lot of halibut. Or something. Oh yeah. They have a lot of fish. Um, yeah. yeah. A lot of halibut. So, um, but just in general, all the food, I mean, when you'll be amazed at how good the restaurants are. And I think that's a, that's something that needs to get out about Maine. It's really a foodie destination as well. Um, and then the beaches, um, you know, the beaches in Maine are beautiful. And I often hear people talk about the water's cold. It's not, a, it's not that cold. And the other option for swimming are the lakes. Uh, I've been mm-hmm. posting about the Belgrade lakes. I mean, there are so many amazing lakes in Maine. And the other day I went, before I left Maine, I went swimming in a lake. I couldn't believe how warm the water was. So, um, you know, I just want our people to experience things that they do on that level. And that's, that's always been my goal in travel to expose us to things. Like I can even remember when I worked in Connecticut, you know, I worked in Connecticut for many years in um, Hamden. I was the manager of Liberty Travel and Dixwell Avenue. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and I, it broke my heart to see that store. I heard the store closed after I left. That store was there for 25 years. I worked there for about 10 years. Do you know that the owner came in after I became the manager in that store and asked me after the first year, I increased sales by a hundred percent. He asked me how I increased sales by a hundred percent. And you know what I told him by servicing the black customers. That's all I did. When I went into the Hamden, Connecticut store, no, you know what they did, sold us? They sold us uh, motel sixes and everything that when a black person came into the office, those are the things they did not service them the same way they serviced white, the white customers. So when I came in there as the black manager, I said, listen, we're going to treat everybody the same and we're not going to assume that black people don't have money. So we're going to offer them the Hyatts and the Ritz Carlton's and all the good hotels, just like you offer the other customers. Don't assume. So when he asked me that and I told him and then I said to him when I got a promotion to I was promoted to Greenwich, Connecticut, I said to him, you need to find a black manager for this store. You do not put another 
he put a white man, they couldn't, they said they couldn't find another black manager for that store. They put a white manager in there and shortly thereafter the store closed. The sales went down. <laughs> um, so I've always been that one. And I, I consider myself one of the first people in travel in terms of selling black people good experiences in travel. When I started in travel in 1988, we were not traveling like we travel now. Mm. Uh, my customers were all white. So I see that I've seen how travel has changed. It, you know, it started with, you know, uh, Sinbad and the soul music festivals and us just wanting to travel in groups and that us wanting to travel in groups has continued. And that's exactly what I'm continuing here. And so, so, a- so you want people to consider Maine as a vacation destination, particularly yes, black people. And, mm-hmm. and we would feel welcome there. And I mean, I've spent time, my girlfriends and I, uh, we we rented, a, we stayed at a beautiful inn in Maine and uh, on the ocean. It was beautiful. And we were welcome. It was a lovely experience. See that I'm telling, and that's what I want people to know, because for some reason, everybody thinks Maine is too old, too cold and too white. That's really what our people think of Maine and, and they don't think they'll be welcome there. And you know how many, you know how many people have written to me and said, are we safe there? I was like, where are they getting this information from? Well, I mean, that's not, you know, that's a real thing though. That's a real, that's a real consideration for us as black people anywhere in this country where we might not, we're not readily in high numbers. You know, I don't think we would say that in other places, but I mean, I would, I would ask it in Maine if I've never been to Maine or I'd ask it in Utah. I'd ask it in, in, in North Dakota. I mean, I I would, I would ask it, you know. Well, that's, well, that's what, that's the question that's been asked of me a lot. And, and let me tell you, we've had amazing interest in Maine. People want to go, but they, you know, they just wanted to see, they want to see people like us there enjoying it. Uh, black people want to know, like you said, that it's, they want to be invited. They don't want, um, you know, you, I always, I keep telling them they have to be invited. We're not going anywhere that we don't feel welcome. Yeah. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Period. That's it. That's it. But I can that's tell all- you that that's not the case in Maine and you, you've experienced it yourself. Yeah. No, I, 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 I always, I had a really good time, a really good time. And yeah. I felt very welcome. I didn't feel like, you know, Right, you know, stared at or no, no, slighted or no, or service. I felt, I felt like a person. (laughs) Yes, yes, and and so imagine for me, I lived on the North Shore of Long Island, where I was just tolerated for sixteen years. They didn't want me there. They didn't want us in their neighborhood. And and frankly, I don't want to be anywhere that I'm not welcomed. Yeah, I was so happy to move from there. You know, I, I, we were there, I was married at the time and, you know, uh, and my husband had a practice there. So I had no choice, but to be on the North shore of Long Island. But I have to tell you, that was the worst experience of my life. It really was in terms of living around people who, you know, they describe it as the Alabama of the North. I would agree. Uh, Mm. I think it's changing little by little. I mean, uh, but let's be clear. It's Suffolk County's worse than Nassau. I lived in Suffolk County, you know, where there's not many of us. Nassau County in Long Island is more diverse, but Suffolk is diversifying, but it's not. So, you know, I've, I've been at the beach where my daughter's been told, oh, she can't, I can't play with you because you're brown. I mean, all the beach in our neighborhood, the nonsense, 
So when I took her to the beaches in Maine and all the kids are playing with her, you know how that made me feel as a mother? Yeah. 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 So, so these, these are the experiences that I want Black people to know about Maine, that it's not what you think. And I mean, you liked it enough where you moved there. Right. Right. So that's got to say a lot. <laughs> yes. 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 It does. And so, <laughs> yeah. And so, so, um, so what are you, so you, you're doing this, this gathering of folks, influencers, if you will, uh, to come and see this. And then what, what do you do after that? Like, what do you, so what we're going to have, take away? we're going to have a series of tours um, for 2024. We're going to be doing uh, another, you know, my vision is for next summer, we're going to roll out a black family reunion in Portland, you know, wow. uh, it's time for the black family reunion to come North. Um, we're also going to do a golf tournament in 2024. Um, and then we're going to do a fit trip, um, which is, I have a, I have a brand already called the Jamaica fit trip. I'm not sure if you're familiar with it, where I take 60 to hundred people away every year to Jamaica to work out. And we do that every November. So I'm going to duplicate that experience, but more of using the land and hiking and more of nature type stuff, um, for the main fit trip. So all my fitness people, um, and then, uh, there's a young lady on the trip that's coming with us, uh, who's a poet. And so she's looking to do a poetry festival, um, in Maine. And I think those are the kinds of things we're looking to do there, but also I'm going to be expanding into the other States, um, Vermont, New Hampshire, just exposing all of the black, um, history. So eventually it'll be all of new England starting in Maine. Oh, I love it. I mean, I don't I don't know if we talk enough about the Freedom Trail up north. I mean, we mm-hmm. talk about the Freedom Trail through the south and and a little bit through the uh uh Connecticut and then after that it's just sort of, you know. Mm-hmm. So there's a real Freedom Trail that goes all the way up to, to Oh, Canada. and wait till you wait till you meet Dr. Um Townsend who's going to be addressing us. Uh, the stories that she tells me on the black history, especially for black women, she told me about a, a slave ship that was overturned off the coast of Maine by black women and children. It's documented. Wow. Um, and that they they were, um, she said, explained that, you know how they were erased into the culture, meaning after that history doesn't record it but she she says when you look at some of the mainers and you see that kinky hair me and my girlfriend say that all the time we see black in them and she's like that's where that comes from um and so wait till you hear her stories and then she talks about the first openly Maine was the place where they had the first kkk open unmet you know whatever they take their hoods off and the catholics came out in huge numbers and shut them down <laughs> in you know in support of, of of them not going away and in support of black people so i thought that was amazing so she has some really great history to share with us about maine and how mm. um and uh, and its relationship to black people and they said there are black people that live in Maine. I mean, not just you and and your friend at no uh, no there are Holgate. <laughs> yeah no, there. Yeah. But you know what? I just said to somebody, I think that the recording of of the numbers is not right in me. 
I say that all the time because if you wait till you go to Port, when you come to Portland this weekend, you're going to see nothing but groups and groups. It's a huge African population. I mean, I think the Africans are about to outnumber in Portland. Like that's how the, and they, this is where I find it interesting. They are taking these African refugees in record numbers. I don't know what that's all about, but yet you go a couple miles down the street and you see the white homeless intense and white poverty is crazy in Maine, but yet they're taking in all of these Africans and giving them homes and giving them. So I'm trying to understand that there's some kind of, I don't know what that's all about, but wait till you see it in Maine. It's right now. And then they're, they're on strike right now. From what I've heard, they're not even eating because they want to be served their, their native food. The African people. Yes. They're not even, they're on strike eating because they don't want to be fed American food. So um, that I find interesting too in Maine. And I don't know what the history behind that is, but you'll see there's huge, and there's, it's, it's, uh, I mean, the numbers are growing. So I don't know. I talked to people in Maine about it. They say all of a sudden, I don't know what happened. The State Department made some agreement with Maine and they started um, taking in refugees from Africa. So there's a huge, huge African population. You're going to well, see. Well, you know, come with African populations will come with African markets and, and stuff like that where they could they could get their food and, uh, you know, the, the staples of their diet. You know how places right. you get a large contingency of people and then they start, you know. Yeah, no, there's already African restaurants and all of that in um, Lewiston. Lewiston is very um, diverse. Um, from I, I, I've been to Auburn. I haven't really ventured much into Lewiston yet. But um, from what I understand, Lewiston is where majority of the Africans are. And um, they have a lot of African restaurants. And as you said, they've kind of created their own community there. Um, but it's growing and growing. So I see, I see that area becoming, you know, once you start bringing in people like that, the diversity is just gonna, the diversity. And then, you know, the other thing with Maine is jobs. They have more jobs and they have people to fill them guys. Wow. If there are anybody who's young, I don't, I don't care looking to change careers. You know how many um, black professional women I've met in Maine so far that have relocated from Vir from Virginia to here. There's so <laughs> many amazing jobs in Maine. So I'm going to say that to say there's a lot of opportunity for us as well. And so sometimes have you been there, Jackie? I mean, uh, Lisa, uh, it's been about three years now, back and okay. forth. Yeah, it's been about three years now. Yeah. Um, and I really like it. I really do. And uh, I feel like you know, even my girlfriend who went there first to work at Colby, we just are blown away that the number of opportunities, because you know, there's more people dying in Maine than there are being born. So that's the problem. Oh. They have a problem with that. They have a problem. If they don't start figuring it out, they have towns that are literally dying. The towns are because the people there are just dying off. That's a problem. <laughs> uh, so. Yeah. They have some of that going on as well. And so is your child in school? You have a young child? Is she yeah, I have a 15-year-old. She still goes to, she lives with her father full-time. Um, and so, you know, 15-year-old girls, sometimes they do better with their fathers. So she's, she does come to Maine. She was supposed to be working this summer at the Belgrade Lakes. 
I had gotten her a job at the camp at a camp on the lake. Uh, she loves Maine. Uh, so she comes a lot, but she doesn't go to school there. No, she goes to school in New York still. Okay. 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 Well, maybe you recruited a considered school in uh, uh, yeah. um, college in, uh, in Maine. Well, <laughs> she, she's interested in going to Hawaii. I don't know what that's all about. Oh, she went to Hawaii <laughs> twice, a fourth, fourth birthday. And then last year, mom, I'm going to the university of Hawaii. I said, okay. <laughs> well, I mean, you're a travel. I mean, you're a traveler. So she comes by it honestly. Right. <laughs> I was surprised when she said that. I was like, you're going where I have a connection to Hawaii. I was like, what do you mean you have a connection? I went there when I was four. I remember the whole trip. And then I went there again last year, mom. And I felt I said, I have a, I said, OK, well, maybe you do have a connection to Hawaii. So <laughs> maybe some of our ancestors have some connection there, <laughs> probably. <laughs> but she loves Maine, too. She's a beach girl. So she loves anywhere there's water. <laughs> OK, OK. And so, um, so you think you'll retire there? Absolutely. Um, and so the folks that are, how many folks are coming on this trip? There's going to be 25 of us total. Okay. And, um, and I'm excited. It's, it's a, it's, it's a nice group of people. I have Victoria Flory, the uh, head of digital for digital one. She's in charge of nine platforms, including Madam Nyor and, uh, she's bringing Jerry from um, News One, and we have Tiffany Smith from Madame Naor. So, I mean, we have we have an impressive group of people. I'm really, really, really excited. So, it'll, it's going to be fun. We have Tarsha. You know, Miss Jones. Remember Miss Jones? Yes. Um, she's back on the radio, ninety four point seven in in uh, New York, and then uh, she has a new song out too, calling calling all girls. Or so uh, she'll be on the trip with us. She's excited. She sent me a text this morning. Lisa, I can't wait. So um, we got a really nice group of people. So it's going to be fun, Babs. <laughs> oh, I, I know it's going to be fun. And, I, and you know, all, all these communication people, their pictures will be flying and everybody yes. will be on social media. So yep. you, you, you'll get a whole lot of press and publicity behind this with all these people. Yeah, no, I'm ex I'm very, very, very excited. Corin Vaughn, she's senior direct, she's senior VP of Citigroup um, Experiential. She'll be with us. I mean, I just have a really, really good group of people. So I'm really, 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 really. I have David Lawrence. He's a music executive. Um, worked 20 years for Sony, and he consults for all the major labels. So you know, we're talking about doing concerts in Maine, and like just so many. The group is. So it's, it's a powerful group of minds coming together to talk and, and fellowship and network and, and talk about how we can collaborate. And that's really what it is. Uh, the sales manager from um, Radio One in Atlanta is coming as well. Corianne, I believe her name. Um, uh, she's in charge of four stations in Atlanta. So girl, we have a nice group. <laughs> I'm excited. I love it. I love it. So how long did it take you to plan this, Lisa? Girl, I'm one of these. Um, they they think I'm crazy because I started Black Travel Maine in February, and already, girl, I don't waste time. I'm a I'm a. We don't get this done, person. So I started this in February. We have our first tour in July. Yay! This is uh, and people thought I was crazy. They're like, and that you you put this together. And, yeah, I don't take that much time. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm looking forward to it. so Ife and I are going to get up early in the morning and drive up <laughs> I look forward to seeing her as well 
yes, I haven't she, seen her. I haven't she seen her you. in years. Yes, yes, yes I haven't seen yes. her in years. She's like, I know Lisa Jones. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Okay, so, so we're gonna drive up. I'm sorry, I'm sorry we can only stay for the weekend, but I think it's gonna be powerful however much time we get to stay and, and be around folks and I'm just glad that you're you're coming. So, and I thank you because I understand how valuable people's time are, and especially professionals such as yourself. So, I just want you to know that you know you didn't know me, and um, you said yes, and you have a busy schedule, and you're headed to every here, there, and everywhere. So, I really <laughs> appreciate you know from the bottom of my heart that you're taking the time to to come. Well, listen, I'm all about support and sisters. And uh, and from all accounts, from what I hear, you're like one of the best out there. And I was like, oh, man, I got to make this thing, you know, because she's put some work into this and I want to support this. And, you know, I just find this amazing. And, and, and the fact that you're in Maine is is quite intriguing to me. Do you know what I mean? Like, that, I think that's because if you feel as good as you feel about it, that makes me like, OK. I'm, I'm yeah. really going to get into this. Yeah. So. And they have truly been good to me. I mean uh the people in Maine the experience I've had so far you know what it is when you get to this age you've been through so much (laughs) that you just appreciate good people and good experiences yeah that's it that's it it. it. you you just want peace and to be and people to treat you well and you don't want to go through a whole bunch of at this point in our lives anymore so when so when I discovered it it was like wow more people, more of us need to know about this. Yeah. And that's really I, I what think I, you, I think you're onto something and I think you can grow this. And, uh, and I, and I think this could be an addition to people's Martha's Vineyard experience. Cause I, I still love going to Martha's Vineyard. Like it's still my, still one of my favorite places. And now I'm starting to think about going to the vineyard, not so much in the summer, but late in the summer when all right. the crowds right. die down, you know, like that September, right. October vibe. Like right. I'm feeling that a little bit more. But that's, the old, vineyard. that's the old vineyard. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I'm and older now, so I don't need all that. Whoop. Right, <laughs> right, absolutely. So, and for me, the vineyard was always about spending quality time with my daughter. That's what it yeah. was for me. It's, That's yeah. always and and for her to get that black experience because she was in a predominantly white area. That and in predominantly white schools, which is why I have her. And I'm going to mention this on the radio. I have my daughter at camp. Atwood right now in Massachusetts. I don't know if you're familiar with Camp Atwater, but that's another place we need to support. A hundred year old black owned and operated sleepaway camp for our children. Oh, I did not know this. A lot of people don't know this. Yeah. Camp Atwater, it's called. And it's been around for over a hundred years, founded um you've got to read you've really got and so many influential people have gone to this camp. But these are the experiences our children need. Um, You know, we have to build them up. And especially when our children are in areas where they're not, where they're tolerated and not supported. So for her to be at the sleepaway camp, I went to the visit this weekend and I was blown away um, by the camp. It's beautiful. So that was another thing I want people to know about Camp Atwater. Okay. All right. Well, y'all heard it. So get get to Googling so you can <laughs> so you can make your reservations for next year. Get your children in, in these camps with other children. So other black and brown children. I love it. Well, Lisa Jones, I so appreciate you coming on this morning. I will see you Friday 
I'm looking forward to this weekend. It's already a good time. Thank you so much. I will see you on Friday. Yes, yes. Thank you so much for your time. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Have a beautiful right. day. Thank Bye -bye. you, Lisa Jones. Lisa Jones from uh, Black Travel Maine. So uh, Ife and I are running up there for Friday and we'll be up there Friday, Saturday. And uh, we're going to take it all in. And you know us, we're going to have pictures galore and we'll be with the people. So, so anyway, I'm on my way out. Enjoy your Wednesday. Be safe. I'll be here tomorrow. I won't be here Friday because I'll be on my way to Maine. And uh, y'all be well. Thanks, Harry. Thanks, Paul. I'll see y'all tomorrow. <laughs>